Hello and welcome to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. You can join me every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, this is an open mic where you can join me and speak to the guests or myself by calling 646-668-8485. Just hit the one to speak to us directly. And for those who don't know me, who am I? I am a motivator speaker, a spiritual life consultant, and an author. I love having real-life conversation where I can learn and share my wisdom and knowledge with others around the world, where I help uplift and motivate and make a huge impact on changing other lives, other people's lives, by lessons that self-align them towards living a fulfilled life. You can follow me on my website. My website is Charmaine Holland. Or you can follow me on any social media, hashtag Pound Charmaine Holland. Or follow me on PJC Media on podcast platform anywhere around the world. So today's topic is how to start and build a successful business. Today we have a young lady, and her name is Angelina Espignon. And a little bit about her. She operates a business called Alpha Business Service, which serves small business community by meeting its needs. Specifically, she provides tax return preparation, bookkeeping, business information, notary, loan signing service, and in counties of Los Angeles and Orange, Orange County. Recently, she expanded to Columbus, Georgia, by bringing her experience to local and small business communities. So before I bring on my guest, I have to take a short commercial, and so I'll be right back, so don't go nowhere. Authors, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chat. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. Hi. Are you a female that's struggling through life trauma and triggers? and not knowing how to overcome or how to understand the dynamics of what you're going through so you can be your authentic self, just know if you are, you're not alone. There's millions of females going through the same problems, and I have helped so many females to overcome the trauma, overcome their triggers, and help them to move forward. So if this is you and you're ready to move forward and take control of your life, Give me a call, 714-905-3707. My name is Charmaine Holland. 
I am a motivated speaker, a spiritual life consultant, a author, and a chaplain. And I am here to help empower women to overcome their life trauma and triggers so they can live their authentic self. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a good day. Hi, and welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Again, today's topic is starting how to start and build a successful business. My guest is Angelina Espion, and I'm going to bring her on. Okay, so one moment. So, Angelina, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Charmaine. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again for having uh, having an opportunity to join the show. I know you're a busy entrepreneur woman yourself, and so I just wanted to say thank you. And can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes. First of all, thank you, Charmaine, for having me and allowing me the opportunity to share with your audience. So, yes, my name is Angelina Espinosa. All right, you can call me Angie, but I am a, a small business owner operating a business by the name of Alpha Business Services. And what we do is provide tax return preparation, bookkeeping services, and business formation services. And my target audience is the new entrepreneurs who have no clue on what to do when starting and setting up a business. I had 20 years of work experience with a state taxing agency, and through that experience, I've seen the pains of entrepreneurs and small business owners. It is so challenging for them and take the time away from their business schedule to maintain their books, and therefore we find that they, I found that they struggle with paying and following their returns kindly. And so I'm here to help those individuals. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you know what? I, sometimes, you know, I'm a bookkeeper myself. I've been doing bookkeeping for 30 years, so I know exactly what it means to be able to help small business owners, and even owners who don't understand the inside of, you know, keeping the business running successfully. And by but helping those individuals, the, the ultimate goal is for them to get to have organized finances and to resolve their tax issues and to gain and maintain tax compliance. And it's important yes. that all of those take place in order for them to be successful in their business. Wonderful. Angelina, real fast, you sound very far away. Can you bring the mic closer to you? Oh, sorry. Hello? Uh-huh, yes, I can hear you better. Sorry. Okay, it's now okay. we have technical issues. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's okay. It happens to the best of us, so don't even worry about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness I'm so sorry. Um, no worries. Do I need to state it? Okay. Uh-huh. No, I was saying I'm listening to you to see if you sound far or not. Okay. So how do I sound now? Uh, you, are, you, are you on a speaker? Are you on a Bluetooth? I'm actually on my AirPods, yes. Okay. You know what? Can you, you know, you probably might have to go back to the phone, having the phone in your hand. That might be a little bit more closer so the listeners can hear you. Is this better? 
Let's let's see. Uh, sorry about that, listeners. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. So sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Now you sound far. Far away. Yes, you sound far away. Yes, ma'am. Do you have it on speaker? Hello. Why is that better? Uh huh. Yes, Hello. I can hear you, but you still seem far away. Okay, one moment. Hold on, audience. Authors, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chats. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. Thank you, audience. My apologies. Sometimes we have technical issues that we have no control. We tested out before she came on air. She was fine. And then all of a sudden, the moment she started talking, I apologize again. But I'm going to bring her back on. I think we resolved the problem so we can begin the show. Angie, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me good? Okay. Much, much better. Thank you so much. And, hey, technical issues happen, you know, so don't worry about it. So, 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 hey, thank you so much for for sharing your your bio about everything that you do, helping business um, owners to understand the formation of how to start the business and helping them with taxes and everything. So because let's let, let's 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 go ahead and begin the show. So let me ask you a question. Okay. So for for new for new bit for new for new entrepreneurs who want to start their business, what is one thing that you recommend for new entrepreneurs um, to have on set for new business? Okay. So I have this motto that's saying that says, which is actually biblical, that says create the vision and watch it prosper. Now, what that means is that usually before we engage into a business, we have this vision of this business. And what I want to emphasize with new entrepreneurs is to work that vision, develop that vision. And what that means is that grab a piece of paper and begin to write um, the vision down on a piece of paper. And this vision would include things such as describing your business idea. Um, It would describe in in great detail your your vision, how you want to help others, how you will serve other people, also the look and the feel of your business, uh, the colors, fonts, 
graphics, you want to engage with your people, with your particular customers, you want to describe in great detail all the things that was planted in your vision regarding your business. You want to also set some goals for your business and this vision. You want to, you want to say um, what your products and your services are and how you're going to produce those services and products and how much you will serve. And you want to also define your clientele. Who are they? How they look to you? What will be the result once they have taken part, purchased your products and your services? So those are some things that I want to encourage our new entrepreneurs to do is to work on this vision Write it down. I believe that is part of the success to the vision because it's already been implanted in us and in you to accomplish it. But writing it down on paper will help you to maintain your focus and gain your clarity. Mm, I love that. I love that. Thank you. And what what was that quote you shared? You said create a quote, do what? Create the vision and watch it prosper. Create the vision, watch it prosper. And writing it down to me is very key. Um, It's 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 like writing your roadmap and a plan because I do truly believe that anyone that wants, most of us who want to engage in the business have already received the, the vision of it. We see it, we know it, but writing it down will help us to maintain clarity and help us to stay focused. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for that. And I know a lot of people will who's listening will definitely benefit from creating the vision and watching prosper because that has happened to me in my life. So I definitely know I yep. definitely know what you're talking about. So so what you're saying for new entrepreneurs, they should at least create a blue a blueprint of their plan, the vision yep. that was put into them and like you said, write it down and write it what is it the service that you want to provide who are you want to provide yep. it to, and all different details. So then when things start to look a little, you know, slow, you still go back to your why you created. Because I think sometimes we have to go back Absolutely. to the why we actually started so we can get that momentum yep. soaking, so we can come up with different ideas to move forward. So awesome. Thank you so much for that. And so now that once is, they got that vision, now once they got that mm-hmm. vision, and they got the plan and everything, do you recommend? Now, a lot of people sometimes ask me this question. You know, they say, hey, Charmaine, you know, I got the vision. I want to do this. You know, how do I first structure? Do I need to go, you know, do a fictitious business? Or how do I need to do it? Or Mm -hmm. first, do I at least try to make money first before I go Mm -hmm. to Uncle Sam in the Mm -hmm. state to be able to go ahead and start filing documents? So I have a question for you. What do you recommend? My question, where the answer to the question also is based on the question that the new entrepreneurs have to ask themselves. Um, And my question is, what is your objective? What are you trying to accomplish? Some people are starting a business, well, considering a business activity just to earn money. They have no uh, ambition to take it further, or it's just to meet a, a, a need. That, um, there's no long-term goal in effect, basically. 
um, or some people are forming a business for the purpose of long-term longevity to maybe somehow or another pass it on down to the next generation or to eventually sell the business. And so that structure, um, deciding on what structure is best for that, could take you takes a different turn, a different suggestion, like C Corporation for those that maybe are considering um, passing it on down to their next generation or considering selling it. The C Corporation format might be best. Or if you are just solely in it for the short-term goal, then it's sole proprietorship might be the best option for you. And then some of the other questions is, what is another question I should say is, what is your potential legal risk? If you operate in an industry and there's a high potential for lawsuits, then you definitely want to form a, any type of business entity that provides you with that, that legal protection. And then the other question, sometimes what is your personal rep preference? A lot of us, including myself, sometimes want to have a strict separation from personal and business. And some of the legal structures that are available to us actually requires what they call the pass-through option, which means that the income and your expenses pass through to you on your personal tax return. But some people just want to have totally separate, and I understand that completely. So, for example, then in that case, sole proprietorship, LLC, or S corporation would not fit that. The best would be C corporation. And, but I want to, I like to always stress that sometimes it's best to start off with a sole proprietorship if you don't have that legality issue. Um, because maintaining a business entity is a job. Um, it, it does have some requirements. And then I would hate to have to see um, you being suspended by the Secretary of State for not maintaining that compliance. So if that's going to present mm -hmm. some problems, some challenges for you, sole proprietorship might be the best option. And I always, I actually encourage people to begin that process as a sole proprietorship, as your income increases, therefore then we need to stop, talk about, and in, investigate on a business structure that's best for your, for your business activity. But I also want to share just a little bit of difference between sole, sole proprietorship and an LLC. So sole proprietorship means that you take on um, full responsibility from a financial perspective of your business. Um, you are contributing to it, your own personal monies are involved, um, the filing of taxes results in including the income and expenses on your personal income tax return. There's no legal filing requirement as far as uh, a separate entity. And, and when going with the sole proprietorship, I, I recommend that you do DBA. That gives you some exclusivity as well. And then there's the LLC okay. structure, which is very popular. I was going to ask the you. LLC. So, 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 so uh -huh. I was going to ask you a question. So, you, so you recommend sure. that a new, a new business owner start off with a sole proprietorship at first? Yes, as long as the industry that they operate in presents no legal risk or is very limited legal risk. But if you're engaging in an industry. Oh, so like for example, I was gonna say, 
Uh huh. Yes. Like like a restaurant business to me can pro- provide a lot of legal risk. You can be there's a high possibility of being sued by other people, and that's what I mean. There's a high possibility okay. that someone could sue you for your products or your services. So, um, and then I was going to say that um, anytime you take on employees, I actually think you should go ahead and form a business entity for that purpose alone. So, but if you are operating and it's just you in this business providing one product and a service and there's low limited legal risk where there's no, there's very limited potential for lawsuits, I do suggest sole proprietorship. Um, it's just easier to maintain um, when you operate from a sole proprietorship perspective. Now, operating from, now the LLC is another business entity structure. Now, with, the, with that particular entity structure, it is. It has some sole proprietorship elements in that you do have the protections from lawsuits as a separate entity, but the income and expenses is a pass-through entity, which means it is reported on your personal income tax return. And primarily that is why, because, and you should know that the IRS really does not recognize the LLC tax structure as a legitimate, well, do I want to say a legitimate? They don't recognize it as a um, business entity compared to the C corporations or the S corporations. So therefore, it has that it has that element that it will pass through to your personal income taxes tax return. Now, the C corporation okay. is completely can be formed and completely separate from you as a person. And that's a great one. It has its own taxes. You will be responsible for paying. So therefore, you will have to maintain it on your records. You have to keep proper records for this structure. You have to also, it also gives you a lot of opportunity to sell shares um, whenever you're ready for that to happen. And it takes on shareholders so you can get investments through the Seek Corporation outlet. So that's a good one, but it does have its own records to maintain, and that's where um, you should be aware of. There's also some requirements, such as you have to meet with your shareholders on, on a, a regular basis, and that has to be documented. So those are some of those, that is a requirement of the state to maintain the Seek Corporation status. I also want to talk about okay. one other that... I always uh-huh, forget about uh-huh, a no, partnership. A partnership. Okay. Partnership is very identical to sole proprietorship is that there's no need really to register, and it's just involving two or more people in, it, in this organization. And then with that partnership, um, the taxes is the same. It flows to each individual partners based on whatever agreement that you both have. And so I just want to discuss that that is an option as well. Okay. All right. So thank you for that. That's, that's now I will say that's a lot of information that you just shared. So so you just kind of break <laughs> it down so I can understand <laughs> as well as the listeners. So if you if okay. you're starting a new business, 
you know, I also recommend as well being start out with a sole proprietorship as well, unless, like you said, is it if it's legal, yeah. um, like starting a restaurant, or if it's like a mobile business where you're actually repairing somebody's vehicle, so you're not dealing with um, the loss. Is, is that what you're saying? Where you don't have lawsuits or anything coming at you? Right. Exactly. Okay, got it. Okay, and then and then from that point, because of that, you take care of everything. So it's also it's also included on your tax report. You don't have to do any different separate taxes. It's just one all together on your taxes. You might do the Schedule C, but it's still exactly. it's nothing outside of your taxes. Correct. That is correct. It's all reported on your personal tax return. That is correct. Okay, got it. And so now if you're saying if you want to start out and you want to serve food or restaurant or, you know, something yeah. where, um, uh, I don't know, the, the legal, something something where you might end up losing or somebody want to do a small claim court or whatever, you recommend an LLC for, um, for, for protection. Okay, got it. Okay. For protection. Okay. And, then, right. and then from there, right. then, okay. Okay, and then from there you went to a C corporation. Yeah. And then the C now, corporation wanna, is for investments. Uh-huh. Yeah, elaborate a little bit more. Well, so just to go back to the LLC, uh, I recommend either the LLC or the C corporation or the S corporation if you need some legal protection from your business activities. Those are the three options okay. I recommend. Um, and then it goes down into your future goals. If your future goals involve maybe um, – Selling, eventually selling the business, you may want to look at the structure, um, a C corporation or S corporation structure. Then also we must, uh, the other prep, sometimes some people prefer that they're totally separate, that they're totally separate from their business activity. They don't even want their income from the business activity to be recorded on a personal tax return. In that case, that eliminates automatically the LLC and the S corporation, can both of those type of entities require that your the income is transferred from that business to your personal income taxes. Okay. All right. Well, that's good, and that's a lot of information, but I know people will find you later if they need to get more detail about structuring a business. Yeah, yeah. So, Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so let's move on to, and, and as a bookkeeper now, having a business, I know bookkeeping is yeah. really important. So what are some few, few yeah. bookkeeping tips that you like to share? Okay. First of all, I think it's very important, very important that each owner have a system in place when when identifying income and business expenses. For an example, when you purchase, you make a purchase for um, supplies in order to make a necklace, right? Those supplies need to you need to immediately um, identify that that is a business expense. And once it's identified as a business expense, how are you going to document that? Will you take a snapshot of the receipt? and follow away into a shoebox, or will you automatically note it within your spreadsheet, or will you have it documented within your QuickBooks uh, account, or will you just hand it over to your bookkeeper? Whatever it may be, you need to make sure that you have a system in place to identify 
income, business income, and business expenses, and how you have a system in place to record it and to maintain it. That's one tip. The second one I think is very, very important and is very easy to do is to have separate accounts for your personal and your business. So make sure, and this goes for it, no matter what type of business you're operating in, no matter if you're a sole proprietor or your LLC, it doesn't matter to me. But you should maintain separate personal and business accounts. So therefore, all your transactions that take place involving your business should be designated and allocated and flow through your business account. Any expenses that you may uh, purchase for the purpose of your business need to flow through your business account. Maintaining separate accounts for business and personal will help you um, when it comes to tax time and to organizing your finances. It makes it much, much easier for you as a new business owner to maintain separate accounts for your business, for your business activities. I totally agree with that. Thank you so much. So I know so far we have took up a lot of time, so I have to go on a commercial break. So I'll be right back. So don't go nowhere, okay? All right. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. Thank you. For hope. Thank you for coming back. Uh, this is Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Again, this is an open mic conversation where you can join and speak to the guests or myself by calling 646-668-8485. Just hit the one, and I will bring you in to to answer your question or your comment that you might have. So today's topic, for those who just joining in, is how to start and build a successful business. And my guest is Angelina, and call her by Angie Espinazzo, and so I'm going to bring her back on, okay? Angie, you still with us? I am here. Okay, awesome, awesome. And thank you so much for answering that last question about um, what the importance of of few having few bookkeeping tips and I will say mm-hmm. as I as as prior being a CFO and helping other entrepreneurs um I noticed that one of the things that a lot of small business did not have is their own separate bank account and so I'm glad that you mm-hmm. actually um put emphasis on that so it is important to at least have a separate business account of your business so let me ask you another question yep. so why why is it important for book, I mean, I'm sorry. Why is bookkeeping so important? Bookkeeping is so important because it is the heartbeat. <laughs> Managing your finances is the heartbeat of the business, and so it brings clarity and, and organization to your finances. And so, 
when you have a question on whether to make a huge purchase, having um, your bookkeeping up to date and having your finances in order would allow you to make better and informed decisions on any of your business purchases. It allow you to determine when is a good time to purchase, make that huge purchase. Um, it gives you a sense and the ideal in how the business is conducting itself. Having your bookkeeping in order is a, allows you to take um, and participate in opportunities for loans and grants. Most of the applications that come through for loans and grants, they are looking for that information such as your tax return. Sometimes they're looking for a financial statements. They want to see the business finances. Having bookkeeping up to date will allow you to take advantage of those opportunities. And so, and I just want to share with you, too, that I read an article at theentrepreneur.com that states the top reason for business failure, and the top reason is 82% experience cash flow problem. Cash flow problem, that's 82%. That's 82% of businesses that have failed. So, therefore, being able to have a complete picture of the health of your business at all times is key for success to your business. It allows you to cut, make cutbacks when necessary. It allows you to increase, um, uh, to push harder in your sales when necessary. It helps you to make better financial decisions and gives you a higher probability of success when bookkeeping is in order and up to date. I can't stress that enough. Thank you, thank you. I love your quote, the heartbeat of your business. Yes, I would totally agree. <laughs> Bookkeeping is the heartbeat of your business because without having the right structure um, of knowing, like you said, the time to purchase, you know, if your business is not yes. doing good, the numbers is not go- doing good, you don't want to buy. You might need to cut back, you know. So I know we'll right. get into the reporting and stuff like that, but that is the main reason of having a bookkeeping or having some type of something in place so you can see the bigger picture, that heartbeat. Is, is, is the business doing good or the business doing bad? Yes. So thank you so much for sharing that. And also, like you said, it lets you know, um, is, is, it, is it time to invest, time not to invest? So thank you for that. Right. And you're absolutely right. Yes. And you're absolutely right. 82% problem is um, not having the structure. And I think they say, what yep. is it? I think I read somewhere they said within three years, a new business may yep. fail because they're not yep. overseeing the heartbeat of their business. So thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> and I tell you, I, that is I, correct. I, I tell you, but we have. I tell you, when we have good conversations, the time just goes by so fast. So I'm going to ask you one more question. <laughs> and so the last one okay. is, why is, reporting, why is reporting and paying taxes important? Okay, so I have three good reasons why. I know the number one is like, yeah, we already pay enough taxes. But <laughs> paying taxes is actually contributing to the building of infrastructure. If we look at it like that, we're contributing to maintaining our roads and our buildings and making sure that it's in order. And we're doing our due part 
and and helping in that that and facilitating that for our U.S. government. Then the loans and grants opportunities. Um, I've applied for loans for grants and almost all of them ask for tax returns. So it's important to have your tax return filing up and current for that purpose. You find yourself needing to obtain a loan or you looking, there's so many grant opportunities today post-COVID era that exists that we as business owners can now take advantage of. But if your finances as well as your tax filings are not in place, um, you're going to have a hard time qualifying for those loans and grant opportunities. And then this is the, the third reason is like this is, this is from based on my own personal work experience that it avoids collection actions by the state or the, and the IRS. So let me tell you, the, if they find that you are operating a business and have not complied by filing the necessary tax returns, they can take collection action against you. And it may be personal and it may be business. Um, and they could do so by way of levies. They could levy your bank account or they could seize any business assets or any personal assets. So take it from me, who have 20 years of services working for a state taxing agency, make sure that your tax filings are up to date and current. And that will save you um, the stress of having to file the tax returns. I do recognize, this is what I recognize, too, that from working with the, um, the state taxing agency, what happens is that once that, that small business owner becomes so overwhelmed with every aspect of their business, especially if they're a sole proprietor and they have no employees, Get so consuming. I understand it because I'm in that pro- I'm in that in that group with you. We get so consumed with um, providing client work, producing products, um, marketing ourselves, which we need income, and so we're so inundated with all these other tasks that filing taxes, that annual process, <laughs> is the last thing on our table. And then when we look up, sometimes three to four years have passed. And then we have that and recreate. And then if our finances are not in order, we have no bookkeeping in place, then we have to go back three to four years in order to recreate, get the order, get the um, finances in order so that we can produce an accurate tax return. And then this is the other um, reason for filing. You want to make sure that your records are in order so you can claim those tax deductions that you may be entitled to. If they're not in order, you can claim it, but if they're ever audited you, you will have problems trying to justify that tax deduction. So it's important. That's the fourth reason why, because you want to make sure your finances and your bookkeeping is up to date so that you can claim whatever tax deduction you are entitled to. And you know as a business owner, you are entitled to the tax deductions that the law gives us. So. Angie, can I pause you for a moment? You sound far away again. Did something change? There you go. It seems okay, like here my, you go. All right. Um, 
Yeah, it seems like my um, AirPod, I don't know why it's cut out on me. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, I hope it, you got the gist of that. It's, it's okay. I just yeah, didn't want you just, to keep talking without them not really clearing, hearing what you said. So can you just repeat yeah. if you can remember you know, a little bit of what you just yeah. said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that it's so important to keep up with your tax filings, and I understand that as a business owner. Now that I'm a business owner and I also had an opportunity to witness the pains of business owners when I worked for the state tax board, that it's important to keep up with your tax filings and and and. and and, and that it makes sure that it's in order and make sure your bookkeeping is in order in order to do that because the IRS or the state can seize properties and seize money um, if they find that you are operating a business and then you fail to comply by filing the required tax return. And then the tax deductions is the fourth reason why I want to say that it's important uh, which also answers the question before, <laughs> the bookkeeping, keeping up with your bookkeeping, because that will help you to claim any tax deductions that you are entitled to. And usually I find that when you having to file tax returns last minute from prior years, that you're not aware or you don't remember what took place in those prior years and some tax deductions get lost or you're never able to uh, report them on your tax return. So keeping up with filing your tax returns on an annual basis will help you get those tax deductions, maintain good financial records, and keep the IRS and the state out of your pocket. Thank you for that. That was that, that was wonderful, wonderful. And like you said, it is so important of um, having all your documents in order. You know, sometimes people are like, well, they start a business, and they, they provide service for other people, and they don't realize that they did receive a 1099, but they don't understand the client that you did the service for, they got to report the 1099. And then some people wonder, well, how the IRS say I owe them money? And so, you know, I end up mm-hmm. saying, well, did somebody give you a 1099? And they were like, yes. Right. I'm like, okay, that means the IRS know that you got a business and you made money. Right. So that's where a lot of people right. fall short. And then all of a sudden they right. wonder why they got this collection letter because they're not in compliance of really structuring right. the business like they're supposed to, you know. And so Absolutely. Um, I definitely I definitely appreciate you sharing that. And then also you mentioned about loans and grants, you know. If you want to expand yep. your business, you got to be able yep. to do this, you know. And even even what about a house, you know. You know, people want to get yep. real estate. And so they say, well, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I have my own business. And that's what they want. They want to see your financials. They want to see all your income expenses that you mentioned earlier about bookkeeping taxes. So I appreciate yeah. you so much sharing all of that information, you know, because it's so critical, you know, and what is yeah. it that business owners need to have, you know. And so and Absolutely. real fast, you, I, I want to ask you a question about um, you mentioned about partnership at the uh, at the second question about building structure. Uh-huh. Uh, when you mentioned about partnership, mm-hmm. is a partnership is a part of S corporation or C corporation, or is it LLC no? Well? It's actually oh, you know, partnership can take on it can be created under the LLC umbrella, and that's a whole topic. LLC has multiple. Uh, what you want to call it, classification within itself. 
the LLC. You can be a partnership under the LLC. You can be a C corporation under the LLC. You can even be a S corporation under the LLC structure, which is interesting. Really? The LLC structure got a lot of flexibility, which is I think is wonderful. And it, um, wow. And that's why I like. A lot of people take advantage of the LLC structure. The one thing that it does do, though, is that it still has that flow-through option. Um, unless, you, unless you're an S-corp or you're C-corp, I'm sorry, unless you're a C-corporation, um, you can um, file and get the C-corporation um, classification, and then you can be excluded from the um, flow-through option. But the LLC is a great tool, a great business structure to operate from. Um, but the partnership, there is a partnership under the LLC structure, but then there's a partnership that's just two people coming together, working and forming a business. And not for, they, it's identical to the sole proprietorship. It's just instead of one person, there's two people involved, a straight partnership. And so it's got it, got it. when you operate from that perspective, it's just two people Uh-oh. coming together. I also want to stress, though, when you do do that, and if you are into that, make sure you form Andy, a partnership Andy? agreement that spells out. And I'm going to pause you real fast. Sorry. You, you sound far, okay, there you we sound go. far away, and I'm sorry. Okay, here I am. Is that better now? Okay. Much better, much better. Yeah. I didn't want you to keep talking, so forgive me if I cut in. Go ahead, finish your, finish no, no, your you, comment. That, that is good. I just wanted to stress that with a partnership, if you decide to form a partnership with another person, which in theory operates wonderful, but make sure you outline a par- partnership agreement and both of the parties sign, identifying who's going to do what, what the split of the revenue represents, all of that needs to be outlined in a partnership agreement, and both of you sign. You can have that legal, have that document to serve too, as your the way you operate that partnership. But that doesn't the partnership that I'm speaking of does not require any formation. It's the same as a sole proprietorship. It's just two people come together, putting their resources together to form to create and operate as a business. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for sharing all this information. I'm definitely going to have to have you come back on and to enlighten us uh-huh. on the LLC because I didn't know that the LLC had so much of uh, different categories that you can um, be under for the legal protection, yep. you know. And and, and, yep. and and I know the whole purpose of us having this conversation is about entrepreneurs and small business owners building generational wealth. And so yes. could you comment on that as a uh, helping, as you help small business and as you help um, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, what would you recommend if any business owner or um, small, you know, someone who's just starting, how do we build uh, generational wealth by having what type of structure in place for us to be able to pass it down to family? Okay. So when you talk about from a, a generational wealth perspective, um, I do recommend the C corporation um, status um, business format. 
Now, I also want to stress to the fact is when you start in a business and you use and you utilize one particular business entity structure, you can always um, transfer into a different business entity structure. Things may change. Your income, revenue, types of expenses may change. You may even take on um, uh, a partner or a um, shareholders. Everything is subject to change, and you can still change from that particular business entity into another business entity. You can go from an LLC to strictly a C corporation. You can do that. Now, from a generational wealth, if C corporation might be the best entity structure only because with the C corporation structure, it has the ability to live on even beyond the owner. And that's why I say the C corporation structure might be best. And getting those, and now really from a family perspective, getting family members in, start to know the business, see you engage in the business, give them a place in the business. Um, I love it to see, I love when I see families operating a business together and um, able to make that business prosperous and grow and then able to carry that on to that next generation. I, I think it's a beautiful thing when we can all come together and engage and to leave something to that next generation and on forth. But, um, yeah, so for that purpose, C-Corporation might be the best structure, but just know that you can start up an LLC and then convert to a C-Corporation. Um, that, is, that is an option. Or you can go from any okay, all right. business structure to another business structure when you find okay. it, when, well, it's, I, when you find it is best. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Well, I see that we have a caller, so I'm gonna bring a caller in. One moment. Oh, all right. Hi, caller. What, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hello, can you hear me, caller? Hi. Yes. Hi. Good evening, uh, ladies. Thank you for this information and um. As a business um, owner, entrepreneur, uh, when you were talking about generational wealth, it touched for me. Um, the question that I'd like to know, um, maybe you can help me with, is the um, is the LLC or the S corp or C corp the best way to leave um, the generational wealth in trust for your loved ones? I'm looking to um, put my business in trust for them. So I do have an LLC, but what would be the best way to go? I am interested in the future in moving it over to a C-Corp. So thank you for um, making us aware of how to do that. Okay. Well, well, and, but, th- but thank you, caller, for calling it. And where are you calling from, caller? I'm calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philly. Okay. What, what wonderful, right. wonderful. So, 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 Angie. So, we we have eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. Is there a way you fit a fast way you can answer that call? Oh, answer that question. Well, I'm sorry. yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. You need to talk with an attorney. <laughs> that is the best way to um, answer that question. That requires uh, an attorney to help you formulate that, and the best way to do so. Okay, caller, is that good for you? <laughs> yes, I, I, I 
do know that we have to go the route of a lawyer to draw that up. Um, I have yeah. heard of other actions to go in order to draw up a trust, but I think an attorney who um, knows entrepreneurial um, transfers and how to do it would be a, a wise way to go. So thank you for answering that. Yes, yes. That's the that's that's best way yeah. I can answer that question. Thank you, Carla, for calling in. Appreciate you. So, you know, Angie, I yeah. thank you so much for the opportunity, and we have to wrap it up soon. So is there any closing remarks that you would like to give to the listener, and how can the listener find you or how they can follow you on social media? Yes. I just I want to reiterate the um, my, my motto, which is to create the vision and, and to watch it prosper. I believe in that, and I want my entrepreneurs to begin that process, the new entrepreneurs, to begin that process writing down the vision and then watch it prosper. Start walking out that vision. Start living in that vision and watch it prosper. Watch everything come to you. Watch everything begin to manifest itself. And then I also wanted to share with you that I do do this new business incubator program where I take everything you need from concept to reality to create a business. And what I do, it includes a discovery um, call session to help validate your business idea. Next, we enter into some business planning. It's like doing um, the pre-workup before you actually do the actual business plan. And so with that, it helps to we create a documented success plan for your business. Then we, then we talk about the structure, deciding which structure gives you the most protection and benefits, and then what is the one that will um, give you the best tax, not the best tax advantage, but um, the tax implications. And then we'll also do all the setup for you and set up your company, form it as an entity, tax registration. Um, uh, we also set up your EIN number and bank accounts. And then we also help you manage your profits by setting up uh, an account on QuickBooks. We set it up for you, give you some small training on how to maintain it. And then and, um, all of that is included in one package. It is located on my website, alphabusinessservices.net. I'm also located on uh, Facebook. You can do a search by Alpha Business Services. And I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram. And LinkedIn, you also can do a search by alphabetservices.net. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you sharing all your wisdom and knowledge. And I'd like to have you back on again. So I hope the caller was able to get all your information so they can um, yes. be able to use your service, you know, and um, I thank the listeners yes. for uh, for also for um, tuning in and listening in and be a part of this podcast. And so based on everything that you have shared, and you share just a wealth of information, I just want to just list four things that I think are so important to start your business or to maintain having a successful business is make sure you have the structure of your business, whether it's a sole proprietorship or LLC yep. corporation. But if you need to get a little bit more detail, you can contact Angie. Also, it's important to have a bank account, a separate bank account. Use that debit mm -hmm. card. Swipe the income to make the deposit. 
keep a track of your finance, your finance, you know, and then also right. pay your taxes, you know. So these yes. are just four key keynotes key that I would like to just make sure that the listeners heard everything that you said. And, again, I'd like to thank the listeners and you, Angie, for your time, for being here. I hope the information was very helpful and useful where they can apply it to their daily life. And, again, my name is Charmaine Holland. I am a passionate, motivated speaker, a spiritual life coach, a motivated speaker, and I love having real-life conversation where I can learn and share my wisdom and knowledge among others around the world. And if you can, you can follow me on hashtag Charmaine Holland or visit my website to learn more about what I do, and that is um, CharmaineHolland.com. In the meantime, I hope to see all you guys back next Thursday. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much again, Angie. Thank you, Charmaine. Good night. You're welcome. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.